Some squirrels chitter, others jump from tree to tree, still others can even glide. But the massive squirrels in India bring something new to the table. They dazzle. With a coat fit for ancient royalty, the Malabar giant squirrel is as beautiful as it is adorable. But duds like these aren't without their purpose, because survival is the name of the game here in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's 30 minutes of interesting animal info for you. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about a big, plush tree rodent with a bold fashion sense. But more on that later. It rocks it. It does. We're going to talk about that. We're definitely going to talk about that later. <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about a special squirrel. A very special The North squirrel. American Gray Squirrel. I'm just kidding. Super special. <laughs> Not that one. A different squirrel. The Malabar Giant Squirrel. You're just going to... Put it out there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They clicked on it, so... Yeah. Well, it's or... also called the Indian Giant Squirrel. Yeah. If you wanted to... If you were Googling it and you could only find the Indian one. It's the same. It's the same. It's not as fun of a name. Yeah. Like Do you want to say some interesting names, or should I just go to the science ones? Here's some interesting names. Okay. I mean, the science ones could be interesting. Mm, it could be. Okay. Like Pink Floydy. Yeah, Pink Floydia. <laughs> um, or is it just Pink Floydy? Just Pink Floydy. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's some nicknames that we can call it here on the show. Uh, the Heavy Malabar. Like the Chevy Malibu. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I knew I would have to say it. It didn't sound right coming out. <laughs> um, the Burly Squirrel. And Joseph. More on that later. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, here's what science calls it. It's in the kingdom you know, love, and are in. The kingdom Animalia. Animalia. And it's in the phylum Chordata. We're back. Yes. To Chordata. Spines. I didn't even pick this one. Yeah, I picked it. And you know why you would think that it, I might pick it? Because it's in the class Mammalia, the best the best in class. <laughs> best in the be- <laughs> most likely to succeed. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's the, in the order Rodensia. Least likely to. Well, actually, they're pretty successful. Yeah, it's hard to get rid of they're, rats. They're some of the most successful of mammals. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, this one isn't as successful as rats, but it's... I mean... Or regular gray squirrels. They're, they're all in the order. The same order. Yeah. Uh, the family is... <laughs> Scuriidae? Scuriidae? I wish it was Scuriidae. <laughs> like, because they're scurrying around. <laughs> but it looks like Scuriidae, si- maybe? So it's spelled like science. Yeah, with an SC. But it could be... Uh, it's probably s- the soft C. Yeah. Because of the I. It's in the genus Ratufa. That's two on the nose. Yeah, well... I mean, it's not a rat. No. Still. It's in the species Indica. The same thing as marijuana. <laughs> Is it? There's a sub. There's a species of marijuana that's... Like cannabis, cannabis indica. Indica? So it's uh, Indian weed? Yeah. Interesting. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Watch The Office, though. It's, it's, on the, it's in The Office? <laughs> yeah. That species? Yeah. Oh, yeah. goodness. Northern Lights. That episode? That's the name no, of the no. Episode? Oh. That'll just be a little reference for 
okay. Office fans out there. Okay, okay. I know there are some. I know there's <laughs> at least one. <laughs> but since we're in the business of naming things, let's talk about the collective noun. If you saw a, a group of these Malabar giant squirrels, uh, which you would be very lucky to see, but if you did see it, what would you call it? So I am going to ask Joe okay. a question. What, and that question is the same every time. What is the name of the collective noun for this animal? So if you saw a group of these squirrels, would you say, "Hey, there is a a scurry of squirrels," or is there a b pack of squirrels, or is there a c chattering of squirrels, or is there a d mantle of squirrels? You got scurry, pack, chattering, and mantle. Oh. Mantle is a dark horse. Because what the heck is that? <laughs> uh, dark horse? Like a dark horse candidate? Like the one you don't expect? It's okay. Um. Which 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 makes Dark Horse comics really interesting because they're of the three big ones. If if it's one of them, then it's definitely the Dark Horse. Because you got DC, you got Marvel, and you got Dark Horse. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, just comic things. Um, I'm gonna go with Scurry. This is a crapshoot, so I'm gonna say one of them. Final answer? Yeah, sure. You're right. Nice. Scurry. That's a good one. I like that. I thought it was going to be too on the nose. I thought you were going to be like, like I called a frog, a, a ribbit of frogs or something like that. And you're like, that's too on the nose. I'm like, a scurry I was, of squirrels. I was tempted by mantle because it's so strange. Like, it doesn't seem like one you'd make up. I'm glad. <laughs> I could. I realize I can make this super hard, but I'm, I'm starting to learn how to, like, make it doable. Because all I have to do is just, like change i could have called it a scurry and a spurry and a stirry yeah i <laughs> and you'd have been no, like no i would have gone with scurry then yeah I, oh i mean I, yeah. if you found like other things that rhymed but it or scurry or a scatter or a yeah there you go or <laughs> a skittle um another word for a group of them is a dre okay dr dre but that's yeah that's a that's critic groups you know what you should have went with with the the Con? nicknames? Mallow bars. Like marshmallow bars. What's a mallow bar? Like it's like a, it's like a kind of like a, just a marsh, like a marshmallow pie. I've never, this is the first time I've ever seen one. Really? On your, on your little screen there. <laughs> or heard, so I've never heard it or it sounds delicious though. I was like, isn't there a food that's just called mallow bars? And I looked it up and there it is. Hmm, I'm this I like this hot cocoa. I'm tasting a mallow, maybe marsh. Oh my, they do look delicious though. Oh boy, those are yeah. That thinful. <laughs> Everyone's listening to us. Look at pictures of s'more bars. Okay. Would you rather <laughs> listen to the description of the animal or something? Sure, sure. I mean, if you're into it, let's do it. Would you like to listen to a description of this mallow bar that we found? <laughs> yeah. Look up the mallow bar. But if you can't look up the squirrel because you're driving or otherwise occupied with your eyeballs, here's a description. All right, today we're gonna we're gonna paint a picture in your mind's eye of the Malabar giant squirrel. 
you're going to want to start with your average North American squirrel. Then increase the scale two or three times. This is a big boy. Then take the bushy, curly tail and run it through a straightener. Are you picturing it? Our squirrel has a long tail with a thick fur, and it, he often lets it just hang straight down. Next, we're, we're going to give him some nice fluffy ears, kind of like a little bear's ears. Last, give him a larger nose that's wider and sticks out a bit more. There you have it. The Malabar giant squirrel, which lives in the evergreen forests of India, particularly on the coastal parts of the peninsula. That's it. It sounds like you read a quote. No. Just a very... Just painting little happy pictures in your mind. (laughs) Oh, was that your Bob Ross impression? It was really terrible because, like... He does like squirrels. Oh, he did like squirrels. Yeah, and that's going to be a theme later. But he has, like, a southern accent that I just didn't... It's very subtle. Yeah, it's not like... Subtle accents are harder for some reason to get than, like, caricatures of accents. So I just didn't do an accent. a little accident here. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) A little slight. A little slight accent. Gonna get a little bit of phthalo blue. Gonna get a (laughs) phthalo white. (laughs) He loves phthalo blue and phthalo white. Don't forget that. Gonna beat the devil out of it. He's gonna beat the devil out of it. Oh, that man. Anyway, the, this is a, called the giant squirrel, but why is it so giant? Because God wanted it to be bigger than the other squirrels. He did. He so did. that I couldn't well, be wrong with that answer. I mean, other peop- other squirrels in the genus are also big. Um, but that brings us to the listener's favorite part of the show. Part of the show that's introduced by you. It's also the part of the show that uh, where I give Carlos a quiz that's just kind of difficult and unfair but entertaining but yeah let's 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 get into the the best part of the show today we have a new measure up sent in by uh somebody who we I got their name wrong last time and by we I mean I uh I said Alora I think it's a Laura she tweeted us a dash Laura a Laura I think that's right I hope it's right because this is an this is an excellent measure up. So without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Uh, oh creative, my! Creative. <laughs> well, I mean, is that the ring? Okay, so if if we've heard a chittering, what's this? What's that sound? It's a croak. A croak for sure. Okay, yeah, they're like a. Like a toad in a pond. Or like the ring girl. (laughs) I think it's like a toad in the pond. Doesn't she make that noise? I haven't seen it because Uh, I value my sanity. I haven't seen it either. Um, Because I value your sanity. Thank you. If you had seen it, I would go crazy. (laughs) That's how powerful it is. Um, That was great. Thank you, Ilana. Yes, thank you. And (laughs) thank you, Joey's iPad. (laughs) All right, let's get right into it. Let's talk about length. Body, the body is about 14 inches or 36 centimeters, um, but the tail is approximately two feet. Oh, my. Or 0.61 meters. Um, let's call it about 3-2. Three, three feet, two inches. This is a big squirrel. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Bob Rosh usually paints on an 18 by 24 canvas. If all Bob Ross paintings... Uh, were lined up lengthwise, how many Malabar squirrels would go into it? 
if all of his so I have to guess how many paintings he's done. Yes. Here's a hint. There are 403 episodes of The Joy of Painting, which is Bob Ross's show. Um, some of them uh, feature Ross's animals, including two squirrels uh, named Peapod and Peapod Jr. <laughs> <laughs> he found them and nursed them back to health. Yes. He like he's he's he just is communes with the wild or used to. Mm-hmm. Um. Said four hundred and three. I'm just gonna double it. We're gonna bring it right up to eight hundred and six. You said eighteen by twenty four. Uh, so twenty four being the height. You said end to end like that. End to end. Like they're all of his paintings are lined up. Yeah, lined up, lengthwise. Lengthwise, yes. Yeah. Or height wise. No, there's two inch space between each one. I'm not sure what your question was. No, if they're next to each other. Oh no, so lengthwise. Where, where the width is the is the operative. no lengthwise, <laughs> long end to long end. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna say twenty twenty thousand inches. Okay. Which is we're gonna go eighteen hundred feet, and this guy's about three two. So that's going to be. Five hundred and sixty-seven. I'm going specific this time. Five hundred and sixty-seven squirrels. Incredibly, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly, uh, uh, what do you say? Five hundred and sixty-seven. Yes, that's incredibly wrong. <laughs> um, Bob Ross has painted, according to him, three hundred thousand paintings or more. Oh wow. Yeah. That how, how do you I justify mean, your reaction to like, my answer? It takes him like fif- uh, like 15 minutes to complete one. Sure, I don't know. And <laughs> it takes does, him, it takes him usually the whole episode. He's but he does it That's with usually ease. like half an hour. Easel. Is he it? does it with easel. No, he spends time beating the devil out of it, petting squirrels, chatting about life. But he chats while he while he And works. he's waiting for you to catch up. <laughs> 300,000 uh, paintings. Yeah. Yeah, so I was off for sure. I'm not doing that kind of math, so you can go ahead and tell me how many uh, Malabar giant squirrels go into that. Okay. Uh, I think Elora just sent us another one as we are recording. Nice. I think so. I think it's her. It's the same name, but it's a, it seems like a different email. But that's not important. You know what is important? Wait. Wait. You, what do you mean it's not important? Well, it's not important which email she sends it from. Oh, okay. It is incredibly important that she sends one, though. Yes. And appreciate it. And yes. if you want to be like Elora, I hope that's right, um, <laughs> then you can send us a, a Measure Up intro um, to the um, email ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. But without further ado, let's talk about weight. They are two kilograms or four point four pounds. You never told us how many Malibu giant squirrels go into the in the. Uh, was it? Those paintings. I mean, I was waiting for them to just do the math for themselves. But if you want me to just give it to yeah, them. I want you. One hundred and eighty nine thousand four hundred and seventy three. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of squirrels. Um, do you hear me? Two kilograms, four four point one four point four one pounds. Okay. That's how heavy they are. A four pound squirrel. I'm more impressed by the fact that it's like the size of a fox, a big fox. With the tail. Yeah. I guess. With the tail as really? well. I mean, it's like more than a yardstick. That's a big squirrel. Yeah. 
Um, but you, <laughs> yardstick, that's not, it's not that relatable. You know what is relatable? The lion-tailed macaque is a metal-looking monkey with black hair and a lion-esque tail with a big gray beard. Um, it's also called the beard monkey. A beard ape, which is incorrect. It's not an ape. It's an old world monkey. Um, it's also one of the Malabar's predators. How many Malabars go into its weight? Okay. This is the most normal one we've yeah, ever done. Yeah, this is pretty... Are you, are you confused by the fact that it's normal? I'm going to get within, like, five. <laughs> uh, here's a hint. The monkey was once severely endangered, but it made a comeback after local governments acted on its behalf. However, it's still endangered on the... International Union for Conservation of Nature and their red list. I'm going to say it's 40 pounds. That's a pretty big old monkey. That is a big monkey. But old but baboons are, are pretty usually, big. Yeah, they're usually pretty big. It's baboon-esque if you see a picture of it. But it is, I'll give you, it is an arboreal monkey. Yeah. It's not uh, like a ground monkey. Like Yeah, but arboreal monkeys can be very big. They can be. Like the orangutan, which is a monkey. monkey. You know what? We've never talked about a monkey ever on this show. I have a monkey in the the lineup. Good. Because we've we've done orangutan, an ape. Monkeys just aren't interesting, okay? I'm just kidding. They're very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) How many animals have we done and we talked about, like, their behavior and social order? Like, I'm sure monkeys have insane ones. Yeah, no, I've got I've got a crazy one coming up. Okay, stay tuned. Um, so forty pounds. I'm just gonna say ten. Uh, final answer. Yes. Incorrect. It's four point nine squirrels. Oh. Uh, the. I'm not, I wasn't even within five. It's twenty two pounds. I was within five point one. My my correction. My prediction was off by by one by point one. Uh. Yeah, twenty-two pounds. I thought uh, that was a big monkey, but I don't know. I, when I when I think of like a baboon kind of monkey, I'm like, like that's a big dog. That's a de- decent sized dog. Yeah, those are usually I'm sure that pounds. Yeah, but that's it. Ready for some fast facts? Fast factum. Malabars live in the upper canopy of the forest. That means treetops, treetop area. Um, they prefer densely branched trees to build their nests in. Um, they can live their whole lives in the upper parts of the canopy while rarely coming to the ground. Uh, they can easily travel from tree to tree, jumping up to six meters or 20 feet when necessary. Not bad. Wow. Like, I wonder if that's straight across or as a crow flies or like down. Yeah, I th- it's probably down. Huh. Uh, I like to think it's straight across. Like the tree kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, they can... Um, or when threatened, they try to freeze in place and flatten themselves against tree branches to hide before attempting to flee. Um, Malabars can avoid most forest predators just by living in the upper canopy, but they do have run-ins with birds of prey, monkeys, and leopards. They're diurnal, if we remember what that means. That means they it's the opposite of nocturnal. They're most active in the mornings and afternoons, and they take a little siesta at noontime to avoid the heat of the day. Uh, they live in the solid they live the solitary lifestyle um, when breeding and they tend to eat fruits, nuts, bark and flowers. They may be omnivorous and eat bird eggs and insects sometimes. All right, are you ready for the major fact? Sure. 
So, Mally, O'Malley, the alley cat. Malibu Barbie? Come on, man. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why Barbie? Malibu Barbie. Uh-huh. That's a thing. Yeah. Also, Malabar. Yeah, I already went the the, the Chevy Malibu. I guess that was good, too. I already used the Malibu. <laughs> um, all right, Mally shares a common characteristic with a beloved Old Testament hero. Your namesake, Joseph. My grandfather? <laughs> what? Not, my grandfather's not in the Old Testament. Is your grandfather's name Joseph? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, and the reason why I say this is because uh, Mally's got a coat of many colors. He does. Technicolored coat. Mm-hmm. Technically. Yeah, technically technicolored. Yeah, it's a calico squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's got more colors than that. Calico. More, more than three? Yeah. Uh, while most squirrels, like Levi, Reuben, and Judah, have drab gray and brown coats, Joseph has and red. A... Oh yeah, red squirrels. Yeah. Uh, Joseph has a stunning coat of dark browns, creams, oranges, maroons, blacks, and rich rusts. Interesting. That all of the other wheat sheaves bow down to. <laughs> Admittedly, this is much better in a picture than I can describe it here. So, when you get the chance, type in Mal- Malabar Giant Squirrel once you're in a safe location. Please enjoy Brian's art in the meantime. Yes. Uh, it, well, which you can see either by um, following us on Facebook, on Twitter, or visiting us at ldtaxonomy.com. If you're just listening to this on like Apple Podcasts or something like that, you're probably not going to see Brian's art, and you're seriously missing out if that's the case. Yes. So follow us on social media, and you'll see all of Brian's art. It's amazing. You can also see it on Spotify. Oh, can you? Yeah. Nice. Um, so some may, even, some may even describe one of its hues as purple. And I know we talked about this earlier today, and you don't think it's purple. It's close to purple. It's purple adjacent. Maroon but it is, is pretty close to purple. Sure. Like on the... Maroonish side, and when the yeah, light it, hits it, just right. It looks like it's brown. It looks like a different brown. It's I can see like auburn, maybe or like a deep, deep maroon, deep purple. I can see why people think that. Deep purple, smoke on the water. Smoke on the water, but don't smoke, kids. Right. If there's smoke on the water, then it's probably just fog. A geyser. That's not smoke. It's steam. Uh, so some. Some uh, members of the species are all black with a cream underbelly. Others are brown, black, um, and cream striped. And others have blotches of all of the colors that I listed earlier. So they're, they're, they're all over the place. They don't all look exactly the same, which is important. So this coloration allows them to survive in the jungles of India. So it's not just for show. These guys are dazzling. Like, look, when you look up a picture, you're going to be like, that's a nice Photoshop squirrel. But it's it's legit. Like the the coloration is that is that wild. Well, there are be careful now because there are photoshops out there. There are like Instagram posts that are color enhanced, and I was reading a Nat Geo article where like a bi- some biologist was like, yeah, a lot of the pictures are enhanced. They're not true, truly that color. But you will be able to find some like some what, good pics that. What are about the true. adorable one of the one where it's like it's face it's like head down on the tree trunk and it's eating a nut right in front of the camera and it looks like the colors are vivid i know the picture that you're talking about but i can't recall the color it's it's pretty vivid so maybe that was enhanced but anyway look this up it's crazy um but it's not just for show 
It's not just to to uh, to be to the, dazzle ours uh, Instagram eyes. To be the the envy of all it surveys. <laughs> That's a deep cut chitty chitty bang bang reference. <laughs> um, so it allows them to survive, and you'd think like, well, all of these bright colors, brightish colors, can't possibly help them. Camouflage, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you'd be wrong. He does look like he's decorated for, like, Harvest Festival. Does he? Yeah, I guess he would fall, great, do great in, like, a, like an autumn In, like, a straw forest. hat. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> That's an adorable image. <laughs> Any squirrel in a straw hat is adorable. Yeah. But what's, uh, what, why, what is he camouflaged for? Okay. <laughs> Um, so since they, their reaction is to freeze when they're faced with, um, predators. So you have the fight or flight response, but you have to add a third F in there and that's freeze. Cause a lot of animals, especially reptiles stop moving because something that is not moving is sometimes more difficult to find and track than something that is constantly moving. So mm-hmm. a lot of squirrels will run away, climb up trees, but since a lot of their enemies, can climb trees or fly like birds of prey, like the macaque, like leopards. Mm-hmm. Uh, climbing a tree isn't always the best option for them. So what they'll often do is just freeze in place and hug the tree trunk that they're on. Um, and then so these patchy colors that they have allow them to blend in with the patchy trees and or the patchy sunlight that's filtering through the canopy. So as... Uh, the sun passes through the leaves and the leaves are casting shadows on the trees and you have this patchy squirrel, you may not be able to see it. And it's very similar to the way zebras camouflage because they're black and white striped in the middle of the savanna. They don't blend in at all, but they blend in with each other. Mm -hmm. So what this does is it's called pattern disruption. So the lion can't see an individual zebra. Because the outline of the zebra is disrupted by this stark pattern, by this contrast. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can't pick out a target. And it's similar with this, except it's not blending in. The Malabar giant squirrel isn't blending in with other squirrels. It's blending in with its background, but not because the background is also maroon and cream colored and uh, black, but just because it's very difficult to see the outline of the squirrel when it's all these different colors. If it was all one color, it'd be very easy to see where the squirrel was and where it wasn't. Right. So that's one major advantage to their to their coloration. And also, it may help them identify each other. So just like, a, again, a zebra, a zebra's stripes are unique, and they can identify each other both by their whinnies and by their stripes. <laughs> um, the Malabar giant squirrel might... This is a hypothesis that they can identify each other by their patterns. Because, like I said, they could be radically different. Kind of like dogs, where even dogs of the same breed can have very different coloration. Like, one might have a spot on its eye, or one might have, like, an entirely brown front and a a, a white belly or something like that. But um, that's the variation there. And here's a quote from... Thaddeus McRae, (laughs) professor of biology at Lee University in Tennessee. Thaddeus McRae. (laughs) I know. He needs a pith helmet and a pipe. (laughs) Um, 
but this kind of sums up the the Malabar giant squirrel. It's the squirrel version of an orangutan. They're big, solitary, tropical, forest, canopy-dwelling species that eat plants and insects and have great hair. <laughs> Thanks, Thaddeus. <laughs> <laughs> the squirrels and orangutan. He, he, I, I studied more squirrels than I held dollars in my own hand. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would give him an accent, either British or like that, uh, like South Carolina accent. Right. Um, but he's the professor of biology at in Tennessee, so it just doesn't come off the same way. Well, I mean, the South Carolina one is close. He could have moved the like no over impossible one state. Ten- <laughs> They don't allow them, South Carolinans, into Tennessee. Don't you know that? <laughs> Especially not to teach. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like both South Carolina and its people and Tennessee and its people. The South is good. It's got good food. It does have good food. And it's warm. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I got for the Malabar Giant Squirrel. You have anything else? No, I'm just kind of lost in its eye, like fur right now. I'm looking, lost in its eye fur. It's it, its eyes are not as I was gonna say eyes, but they're not that enchanting. The, its fur is though. They kind of have like bug eyes, like like they bug out a little bit. So you don't think it's very cute? Uh, I mean, it's rodent. It looks like a rodent. It's not as cute as other squirrels. No, like it's the it's the shape that, of like, its face that like. I don't know how to describe it. The the nose that's like a U shape and it like kind of sticks down. Like the tree kangaroo? Yeah, so you've got like a red squirrel or something with a kind of like cute little button nose. So it, it, they're cuter in terms of the face. But in terms of like the rest of them, their tail like looks really cool. Yeah, the tail is really... So you, you just showed me a picture of one that is all black in the middle with a red tip and then a a bright cream like uh stripe down the the middle. Yeah. So it looks like it looks like an artesian mocha. Yeah. It does. <laughs> um but then there's other ones where it's all white or white on the edges with a black middle. It's just like the the tail is often one of the most spectacular parts about it. Yeah. But like you said it's 2 feet long. It's it's a lot longer than the it's twice as long as its body. Yeah. So But that's uh that's that's it's Asia for you, doing cool stuff with animals of which we have brown versions of. Just like the... What? <laughs> like bears? No, like... Yeah. Do they have... Yeah, we got panda bears Panda bears cool. and sloth bears, and they got the crescent moon bear. All of those deer they have are, that are amazing and look cool. What deer? The water deer? Remember when we were talking about, like, in the Dole episode, how many crazy deer they have? Like, different ungulates that they, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. are in India and Asia? I mean, they're also brown. Yeah, but they're still cool. And they look like... Like, you just don't know that they exist. Yeah, you think about, like, what kind of large mammals are in Indi- or in Asia at all? And you're like, well, I guess tigers and panda bears. Yeah. And elephants. Yeah. But there's a lot more. Mm-hmm. Especially India's got leopards. And it's got hawks that set things on fire. That was Australia. Oh, but they also live in India. I'm, yeah, I mean they're birds. So remember, we I read the uh, the Indian guide to not having them take food out of your hand. Oh. <laughs> um, but we digress. So for you out there in Podcastia, climb a tree, stay beautiful, but don't be shy like the Malabar giant squirrel in life, death, and taxonomy.
The Malabar Giant Squirrel uses his colors to blend in, but here at Life, Death, and Taxonomy, we want to stand out. And nothing makes a podcast stand out more than reviews. Before listening to this show, didn't you take a look at the reviews? I sure did. Anyway, you'd really be helping us out if you could log into your podcast app and leave some stars scattered around the place. Also, don't forget to send us Measure Up intros. Even if you've already sent one in, feel free to send in another. If you were singing in the first one, try a whisper. If you were shouting, a nice chitter will do the trick. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Life, Death, and Taxonomy is my favorite in the world podcast. (laughs) Anyway, you'd really be helping us out if you could log into your podcast app and leave some scar... (laughs) (laughs) Flagellate us. (laughs) 